Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast, episode 40. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty, and alongside me, as always, is T-Bird. Yo. Just me and T-Bird today holding down the fort. We appreciate you guys listening. What's up, man? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. A little tired right now. I need to crack this monster open. I hear that. I actually should have got a refill before we started, but it's I've gone too far. Too late. Yeah. So now I have like a quarter of my cup to last me the entire show. Oh. I think I could do it. With the magic of editing, you can probably skip away <laughs> and do that. <laughs> I'll be right back. Just kidding. I never went anywhere. I'm still here. Hey, pregnant uh, pauses. <laughs> Uh, so how's your week, man? How's uh? Did you get a new job? Have you started your new uh, job yet? No, not yet. This mm. coming Tuesday, I will be putting my two weeks in. Your official two weeks, yes. man. How's that feel? Kind of scary. Mm. Yeah. Kind of scary. Not Are you gonna miss working there? Um. Yes. I'm gonna miss some of the people, but not all of the people. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it was for me. You know. I uh. And I w- it was actually pretty emotional when I left the first time. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, I'm going to cry like a little bee. <laughs> He's going to cry in the car. Yeah, as soon as I step outside, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Why must gonna, I cry? Yeah, I'm just going to straight up ugly cry. <laughs> oh, man. You should do it. They throw, I wonder if they're going to throw you a little going away party. No, they're probably going to tell me to leave. Little uh, little anime cake. All right, enough about work and bull crap. We're gonna start the show off right with, with a toast. No, I don't have an ice cold monster like T Bird has. I do have diet. <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> uh, now I do have diet Mountain Dew. Does that make me cool? No, it makes you kind of gay. No. Oh no. Well. I mean, it's only up from here. Uh, so we're going to toast to two things, okay? Uh, one being CD Projekt Red showcasing 48 minutes of Cyberpunk 2077. I yes. uh, didn't think they would actually come out and do that because this game has been really under wraps for a very long time. Uh, now, I know they've been, you know, they showed the little teaser trailer at E3, which is really cool. Uh, the trailer music is amazing. I've actually added that to my playlist here recently. It's really good. So if you go check it out, go look at the or check out the theme song for the trailer for Cyberpunk. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, they showcased 48 minutes of it, and uh, it was so good that we're actually going to talk about it in our twat. That's kind of weird. I don't want to be talking in so our twat. So we're going to pack. We're going to pack that one away in our twat real quick. <laughs> we'll come back to that one. Uh, second thing we'd like to toast to, the Sony gods have heard our prayers. The PS2 classic, Onimusha Warlords, is finally coming to the PS4. He so, is. rejoice. Uh, shout out to Joseph Priestley. He has been dying to get his hands on Onimusha. Pretty sure he got tagged in like five or six different posts. I <laughs> know. Where is Onimusha? You know, it'd be really funny if like he still asked that even after the game release. Would you, could you blame him? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not real. I say the same thing about Kingdom Hearts 3. It's not real, so it's I mean, here. It's not. 
They say it's gonna. They say it's coming out in January. They have a console for it. I don't believe it. I'd like to point out that I haven't seen the console, and I haven't seen anything about Kingdom Hearts since E3. So I think they lied to us all. Mm, yeah, they're lying about that console. I've been waiting for it to go on pre-order. I'll tell you what they need to do. They need to delay that game and find a better voice actor <laughs> for Sora. Cause uh, no, I'm tired <laughs> of it being delayed. I just want the stupid game so I can be un, like unimpressed with the ending of it and just <laughs> finish the story. So you just be utterly disappointed. Yes, because I, yeah. I know for a fact that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I urge you, Tanner, as soon as you get that game, the first thing you need to do is switch over to Japanese voice acting because that English voice for Sora is rough. I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I would rather scrape my teeth against the chalkboard. Do it. You want to do it? I would rather listen to the voice actress who does Gohan in Dragon Ball Z Kai. And I hate that voice. I actually like it better. Then what? Stephanie Nadalny? Yeah. Oh, get out of here. I'm joking. I Is haven't it? watched Kai. <laughs> nah. Okay, the voice, the voice that you hear for Gohan, like... I think present well he's grown now so you don't hear kid go on but the one you hear in the games like from basically from Dragon Ball Kai or Z Kai <coughs> and all the games after that is uh, I can't remember her name but I just not a big fan of the voice and that's kind of the vibe I got from Sora like it's it's just an <sighs> older Sora that nobody's used to yeah like you know, I would have rather them have gotten a woman to do his voice, but he is getting older, so you kind of have—he's—he's got to have some masculinity to his voice. I get that, but at the same time, it's like, man, it's just a little too whiny and just not good. Like I don't—I don't like it. But I mean, I could be misjudging it. Maybe I think you the are. story will make it for it. <laughs> the story might be making it for it. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> it's taking him forever to write it. That better be good. <laughs> I know. I'm cool with the world so far. Toy Story and uh, Monsters Inc. Cool. Yeah. Oh, totally, man. I mean, like that world looks so cool. Like I, you can even overlook voice acting. It's it's too good. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna as, as, get used to the voice acting because there's plenty of video games where I don't like the voice acting. As long as Goofy or Donald or Sora get called an uncultured swine, I'm good. Don't think they will. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Loot Bros Podcast. Uh, we appreciate y'all for listening so much. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and SoundCloud. Uh, be sure you leave us a review, rate us, uh, subscribe, share us with your friends. Yeah. We appreciate all of that. Leave us some reviews, please. We need a review. We would Go like to it iTunes. just to have some kind of clarification if we're doing good. <laughs> Yes, we would love some new reviews. We haven't gotten a new review in a while. It's probably been like uh, a year. <laughs> it's been a while, <laughs> which we, we stopped promoting them for the longest time. So, And we stopped podcasting for a good bit. But we're back now. We're in the swing of things, and you guys are listening, and there's no excuse. We see you poking your head in there on SoundCloud. We see the numbers. They're there. So go to iTunes, leave us a review. We read it. We'll read it on the show, and probably make fun of you. But we will read it on the show. And that's all that matters. 
Just kidding. We won't make fun of you. Tanner will. Possibly. He'll ban you. If you want to follow us, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DB underscore Frosty. Twitch at PG Frosty, which, God, I haven't Twitch streamed in a while. I need to change that. And you can follow us on the Facebook group. Go to Facebook.com. Type in the Loot Bros Podcast. It is a closed group. Ask nicely. We'll let you in. You can follow T-Bird at T-Bird803 everywhere. Yes. And you can follow Daryl at Resident Daryl some places. <laughs> the PSN, because everyone uses the PSN for social media, don't they? Yeah. No? We'll go with that, sure. And with that being said, we go into what are we playing? T-Bird, what have you been diving into, buddy? Um, I've been playing still just some PUBG, and I dove back into Skyrim. So nice. Just playing around with some mods, seeing how I can break it. Now, well, we talked a little bit before the show. Apparently, mods don't mods and Skyrim don't go well together. Uh, certain ones don't, and I'm finding that out right now. I think whatever mm-hmm. I, whatever it was, I got rid of it, so it's back to normal. So this is, uh, you said uh, PC? No, I'm playing on Xbox One right now. Uh, Xbox. Okay. It's easiest to do that while I'm podcasting. But yeah. Yeah, that's kind of it for me, though. I just I haven't really been feeling anything, like playing different kinds of games right now. Cool. It's mainly just comfort food. Nice. I've actually uh, been playing some different stuff this week. Um, do tell. So I down I downloaded Gravity Rush. Oh, I bought it on sale. I haven't played it too Why? much though. I played like the intro and that game looks really cool. But I'll tell you why I haven't been playing it because I've made the stupid decision <laughs> of jumping into this gigantic JRPG known as Persona 5. Persona and 5. And that yes. Okay. What I say? Persona. Persona? Yes. Persona. Sorry, I'm just copying what Tamaki Sauce says. <laughs> I don't know. What's her name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Toyota. That's what Toyota says Hyundai, in the game. Subaru. <laughs> Mitsubishi. Diet Coke. So, uh, yeah, great game. Um, I have heard a lot. I, I listened to a lot of podcasts when this game came out, and there was a lot of the podcasts I was listening to were huge Persona fans. And so, you know, it was hard to escape Persona talk at that time. And you would hear about it a lot because of this, how big the game is, right? And this game, I don't know if how, how different this game is compared to previous titles because this is the first one I've played. But it's really interesting. It's probably one of the most interesting JRPGs I've played just because, like, the way they tell the story and the thing, like, how the mechanics work. Um, there's a lot of really cool things about the game. And there's a lot of things about the game that I don't really like that I wish I could control more. But then again, maybe I'm either I'm doing it wrong or I'm just not being patient enough or what. But um, All of the above. <laughs> probably. But yeah, it's a really neat game. I, I, I really don't know how to explain it other than you play these angsty teenagers with these. It's, it's basically high school simulator. Yeah, it's high school simulator, but you have these powers that are like buried deep inside you that are unlocked from like uh, traumatic moments and 
this whole like we're not gonna take it mentality and uh, adults are bad we're gonna take them down and and there's like of course these uh, dark underlings at play and uh, who give you who have, who have granted you these powers and it's um it's really neat like the whole concept of uh, infiltrating one's heart to change it you know mm-hmm. um, I, th- I thought was super cool you know very original like I've never really seen anything like this um, a lot of dialogue, yeah. a lot of dialogue. That's another thing. Like, there's so much dialogue. <laughs> like I was talking to to Jared about it, and you know, he's like, "It's a JRPG, of course. There's a lot of dialogue." Yeah, I get that, but I've played a lot of JRPGs where I could at least go out and and grind, and and fight. You know, like Final Fantasy VII, uh, just for example. You know, it's like the I guess the 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 RPG, the JRPG that everyone looks f- towards for, like you know, the the standard, I guess, for its time. Um, it had a lot of dialogue, but you also had a lot of gameplay. In this game, like there's segments where you you're pressing the X button a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you are reading and reading there's and reading. A lot to take in, and you got to make a lot of yes. really important decisions. But, yes, but the thing I like is it's interesting. You know, like the game. It's not like, oh my god, hurry up. It's like, this is a pretty engaging story. Like, I'm, I'm interested. I'm genuinely interested in what's happening in this game and, and what's happening with each character. Um, then you have, like, oh, well, you have your main character, which, you know, it's, it's interesting that you you basically curate the character by, get, by naming him. Yeah. I don't know why they, they didn't just give him the name. Because it's I not mean, like you can choose male or female. They do in the anime. Okay. Well, well, that makes sense. I mean, if he's already like a character that exists, but you know, like in the game, it just seems like they would have been like, "This here's our character. Here's his name." You know, because it doesn't really do any good just naming them whatever you want to name them. Yeah. You know, unless you want to do what most people do and name their characters something ridiculous, <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm Fart Licker." <laughs> but uh. You know, all the other characters, they have their own names and their own characters. It's not like, you know, uh, th- they don't do like the JRPG thing where it's like, what's your name? And you get the name of them. It's like, they already have their characters. So so I thought that was kind of interesting why they would just let you name the main character when, you know, he's already there doing his thing. <clears throat> but besides that, I mean, the uh, I-, I love the I love Morgana, the little talking cat. Yeah, he's annoying. Right. <laughs> I love him so much, though. Like, I want a freaking talking cat. You can't go outside. You're tired. You need to get back to bed. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. See, and and, and I'm kind of getting to that. Like, when you're actually in combat, this game is so fluid, and it's fast-paced, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, it's very colorful, and just the the, um, execution of it is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, But where the game aggravates me personally it's where like you know i don't have the freedom to go grind out and uh level up you know when i want to or i i can't go out and have a social life because the game is like taking me from day to day you know yeah like there's one part of the game that really irritated me it was like a saturday or sunday and i woke up during the daytime so it's like oh man it's morning time i could go do this and this and this i can get all kind of stuff done i went to the batting cage which normal people go to the batting cage for what, like an hour or two? It took you all day. 
<laughs> I went to the batting cage. Next thing I know, it's bedtime. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> He's really into it, man. Like, just like that. Um, when you're in combat, the main character dies. It's game over. Yeah. I mean, the story kind of revolves around him. I get that, but every JRPG I've ever played, every RPG I've ever played, has been your main character dies, somebody can revive him. Or you can finish the fight at least and heal him. Finish this fight. <laughs> yeah. But, like, here, if he gets knocked out or dies or whatever, like, yeah, that's it. Like, sorry, game over. Because, you know, like, I've been in battle before where. Uh, I'd be fighting like a boss or something, and it would hit me. It would hit my main character twice. So it's like I didn't have a chance to like heal him. You know, he, he didn't have full health. You know, he might have had a little bit of health gone. And I was like, oh, he's good. I'll heal him next turn or whatever. And then bam, bam, I get hit. And he's dead, and it's game over. And I was like, okay, I'm sitting here with revive items I can't even use. You know, so that's kind of lame. Yeah, you always um, got to use it on your teammates. Yeah, but other than that, like it's super lame that like you have all these stats you have to build up but you just can't like you're so stuck in the story where it's like you know it's like okay I'm gonna do this and before I go to bed I might train to raise my HP or I might watch a DVD because I, I like went to the video store because you can go to the video store in the game oh, and I rented a bunch of movies dude, that got me freaking out because I couldn't return the DVD in time because you know, I was gonna charge <laughs> yeah. up late fee and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I stopped yeah, playing this game happened. because it was giving me, I was like freaking out over little stuff like that. Like, yeah, like anxiety problems, you know? I'm like, I can't deal with this. I don't <laughs> like managing my time. Yeah, like, it, it's aggravated me because, like, I watched half of this DVD, and then, like, five days later, I can't watch the other half. I'm like, this ain't realistic at all. And you gotta return it by that time. Like, you have any idea how many movies I watched when I was in high school? A lot. <laughs> Like, before bed at that, you know? Like, so I have, like, four DVDs on me I can't watch. And I'm like, I need to raise my... Because what started it was uh, I tried to do an activity with... Uh, the chick, right? The, the chick, yeah. And it's like, your charm or kindness isn't high enough. I was like, okay, yeah. well, I'll go rent a, I'll go rent a rom-com <laughs> and raise Across my stats. It, I tried doing the exact same thing, and it wouldn't let... I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went and bought the things, like, oh, it's time to go to bed. I'm like, oh, okay, let me try watching the next day. Oh, no, we got to go do this thing. Otherwise, we're going to be in trouble. Okay, let me go do that. Oh, crap, we started the next one. We can't do it. Oh, my God, this thing's late. Yeah. Mine is like a week late. <laughs> I, yeah, can't I think mine was like back. three weeks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I don't think you can really do anything until you get actually into the castle. Because it's like. You know, because I remember when, I, when you do the first castle, it's like, you know, you have a, a short period of time before you, you get quote unquote expelled. So you have to change the guy's heart or whatever. And I remember I kept going days and days where I wasn't like going and grinding and grinding and fighting. You know, I, what I really should have done is went and got to the area first, and then, you know, did my daily routines. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I don't really know how the game works, you know, or I do now, I should say. And that's why I'm saying it's one of the most interesting games that I've played, like, in that aspect, because there's just so many little elements that you have to learn, you know. Not to mention, good God, I'm 20 hours into the game, and, like, the first 8 to 10 hours was tutorial stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's <laughs> long like, tutorial stuff, but it makes it fun. 
yeah, totally, you know, like, it, it's cool that it has a lot of mechanics, and I think it, you know, this looks like one of those games that's, that would definitely reward you for re replay value, you know, like, as soon as you beat it, maybe start it again, and do it a different way, Yeah, cause I'm if you're willing to play it another 80 hours. It's supposedly it's faster on your second playthrough. I mean, I believe it, because all you do is just, you press the options button, and it just... Or start whatever you're playing it on, and it just kind of you know zooms through. Yeah. So, you skip all that dialogue because there's a lot of dialogue, man. That is a. I don't think I've ever played a game with this much consecutive dialogue. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like Oblivion and Skyrim, like they all had a lot of dialogue, but it was like spread across the whole land. Like this is like, you could sit there boom, and just boom, read. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah, and what gets me is, yeah, what gets me too is there's sometimes there's segments where there's voice acting and then sometimes there's just reading. Yeah, that that always that threw me off a little bit when I was playing it. By the way, I did not beat it. <laughs> I think I got to the second. I was starting the second like castle or whatever, and I, that's how much I was like, nah, I'm good. But I will say the um. The combat in the game is fantastic. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I love like that. It's very very fluid, um, very fast-paced. Uh, I love the fact that you have the the the, the personas kind of give a Pokemon a feel to the game where you can, like, capture new personas and you can combine the personas to make other stronger personas, you know? Yeah. Um, which I did, like, right off the rip, and it kind of sucked because I really liked the look of Arson or Arsene, whatever his name was. Yeah. Your and first one, up, right? Yeah, and then I ended up getting this little like fat demon <laughs> in this barrel. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, "No, where's my persona?" Which you know, it's you can totally buy a back, you know, and use them, but you gotta level them up. But uh, I really like that a lot. Like, I think that's really cool. You know, I love the idea of you holding up monsters. <laughs> Like, you all surround him with your guns. He's like, please, no, sir, he's, don't do this to me. He's like, not like these. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, great game, definitely. If, you, if, you, you know, if you're into JRPGs, definitely a game to look, at, uh, look into. I'm like a Persona virgin. Like, this is my first Persona. Um, and, you know, I have, actually have a community question later that revolves around this. So I don't want to, like, you know, spoil it just yet, but... I'll uh, save that, but uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing, um, and I haven't played it yet. But as of yesterday, I bought Valkyria Chronicles remastered for twelve bucks. Very nice, very nice. On sale, I almost bought it for twenty, and I waited, and it was on sale again. So I uh, actually would have been played it by now because Fight Stick guy was gonna let me borrow it, but he's like, hold that thought. My I get, my brother-in-law wants to play it. I'm going to let him borrow it first. And I was like, well, it'll probably be like six or eight months before I get it back. So, <laughs> Or I get it. Yeah. So I'll just go ahead and buy it. Um, and then they got, you know, the fourth one's coming out. So. Um, I've never played any of them. Me neither. I hear Valkyria Chronicles was fantastic. I hear it's, like, very good. Probably one of the, the best JRPGs on the PS3. Next to maybe Nino Kuni. Which I still haven't played, and then uh, we got Dragon Quest Eleven coming out very soon. The fourth, I think. Um, Dragon Quest. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, nah, I'm not sure when that's coming out. 
It's very soon. Yeah. I think this comes out this week for our listeners listening. I think it's Tuesday it comes out. I could be wrong, but I think it's the fourth. But uh, I want to get. I want to jump into that. Like I've, I've been wanting to jump into Dragon Quest for a long time, and I hear it's like Final Fantasy in in the, the fact that you don't have to know like each sequel's different. Yeah, it, you know it's not like consecutive sequels. It's like, you know, every game's a different story, which I love. So I get to play a game. I get to play a traditional JRPG with the artwork of Akira Toriyama. So, I'm down. Last time I did that, it was Chrono Trigger, and it became one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> so, bring it on. I still need to do Chrono. Oh, man. It's good. Yeah, I just got to buy it on Steam one day and do it, play it. The thing about Chrono Trigger, though, is at this point, you have to go back about 20 years <laughs> and play a 20-year-old game. 25-year-old game. 23. It's fine. 20. I'm just saying numbers. I don't know. No, it's in the 20 range. Yeah. It's an old game. But it's... I think it's aged well. In fact, there's a game on uh, sale now. I almost bought called Cosmic Heroin. Which is supposed to be... Sounds familiar. Very, yeah, it's supposed to be... It's like an indie 2D... Or uh, like the 16-bit style classic JRPG. Um, it's supposed to be very reminiscent of Chrono Trigger. Like the way the, the combat system set up and the feel of the characters. It looks really cool. Like you should look up some videos on it. It looks really good. I'll check it I out. I almost bought it. It's on sale for like seven bucks, seven fifty, something like that. And I almost bought it, but I was like, ah. But instead I found Valkyria Chronicles. I got that. Yeah. And I actually have seven bucks left in my online wallet, so I'll just wait and pick something else up later. So you need to play Heavy Rush after Persona Five. Yeah, that's on my list for sure. It's very different. Yeah, in a good way. I do like the fact that it's not an RPG because <laughs> I'm gonna need a break from an RPG for a while. Yeah, because you you wouldn't want to jump straight into Valkyria either, no. especially after doing oh crap, there's two dragons. Um, <laughs> it's gonna get weird. Two dragons, but yeah, no. Um, I love it. I mean, I, I platinum both versions of the first one, so I really enjoyed it. Cool. Didn't play the first, second one that much. I think it's a little burnout on it. Yeah, I can imagine, man. So I mean, I got it for a really good deal too. So I was pretty excited about that. Alrighty, uh, that's it for what are we playing? Now we jump into some news, or what we like to call news for noobs. News for Scrubs. Now, we are open to suggestions, too, in the Facebook group. So if you're listening and you come across any weird gaming news or pop culture news, anything funny you want to share with us, if you post it in the group, we might even put it in our News for Noobs. Because here at News for Noobs, we like weird stuff. Yes. Um, First tidbit of the news. Rumors suggest that a Diablo series will be making its way to Netflix in the form of an animated series much like Castlevania. Uh, Diablo, this is by way of thegamer.com. Uh, Diablo is set to hit the Nintendo Switch later this year, but it might also be showing up in your Netflix queue. A new rumor suggests that Netflix is looking to adapt Diablo into an animated series, much like it did with Castlevania. 
Not much else is known at this stage, but talk suggests that the writer of the upcoming Hellboy movie will be writing Diablo. Mm. So that's cool. Um, Diablo is long overdue for an animated series. I think this would be great. Uh, I'm still looking forward to Castlevania season two. I'm glad that it's actually going to be full length <laughs> and not just four episodes. It's only eight, I think. So, God dang it. <laughs> really, I think it's only like eight episodes. Well, I mean. That's crap. <laughs> it sucks. But, I mean, the four episodes we got in season one was really good. Yeah. And I, I might so, have to check on that, but I think I think I remember just seeing four episodes. Or, excuse me, eight. I'm st- still kind of, like, curious as to how Attack on Titans only 12 episodes in season two. Oh, but they, then again, I, they were working on a different anime at the time called the uh, Ancient Ma- Magus Bride. Okay, so it was this is a decent one. I went and saw it in the theaters like the first three episodes. But cool. But yeah, you can see where they put a lot of their talent up because that was hey, like yeah. a really pretty, pretty animated show. No, which one was that? One? The Ancient Magus Bride, Magus Bride, or something like that. Oh yeah, I heard of that. Okay, cool. Hey, uh, has Funimation already done the English dubs for Attack on Titan? Uh, seasons one and two are. Season three has not started yet. Even though we went and when saw, ha- even though we went and saw episode one of season three in English in the theaters. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know they had already done it. Like I hadn't heard anything about it. I mean, they move fast. They. I wonder if um, I wonder who's all on that project. People. I wonder if I wonder if uh, Sabbath's doing any voices. I don't think he is. I need to look that up. <clears throat> That's pretty awesome. I still really love the Japanese voice acting in that show. Yeah, I actually prefer it that way. It's some of the, in my opinion, some of the best, like anim- like Japanese anime voices I've heard. <laughs> like, it just, I don't know, man. I'm, it's just it, it's an intense show already. Yeah. You know, so maybe that just has, plays a factor into yeah, it. Yeah, because I think I want to say the guy that voices Edward. And Full, Al- Full Metal Alchemist, uh, that Vic guy we saw at Comic-Con. Yeah. I think he was the one that uh, does uh, Aaron's voice. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's <laughs> got quite the rap sheet, man. I-, I can't believe that they didn't announce that he was the voice of Broly. It wasn't canon, so it didn't make a difference. <laughs> I wish I would have. <laughs> Touche. Like, I wish I had done a little research. Because I could have had, def- I could have had his autograph, dude. That sucks. But what can you do? You could always go back. Oh, get it. Track him down. <laughs> Give me your autograph. Too many Chinese children need glasses. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> is this an actual story? <laughs> this is an actual story from the New York <laughs> Times. Too many Chinese children Chinese need New glasses. Why are we reading one of their articles? <laughs> Beijing blames video games. Is that why they uh, banned video start- games? I guess. It started this week with a call to action from China, China's leader, Xi Jinping. Too many of the country's children need glasses, he said, and the government was going to do something about it. This isn't even in quotations. <laughs> Y'all suck. It ended on Friday with billions of dollars being wiped from the market value of the world's largest game company. 
Excuse me. New controls are... New controls on online games were among China, Chinese authorities' recommendations for reducing adolescent nearsightedness on Thursday, sending shares in the country's leading game publisher, Tencent, tumbling the next day. Shares of Japanese game makers like Capcom, Konami, and Bandai Namco, Konami, <laughs> okay, uh, shares of Japanese game makers like Capcom, Konami, and Bandai Namco also fell on Friday, a sign of the size and importance of the Chinese market. Well, there's only a freaking hundred billion people in China. Um, yeah, this <laughs> sucks. <a> legit story. <laughs> So like yeah like you know a couple years ago we we get the news that hey China's gonna start allowing video games in the country and Chinese video game developers can start publishing video games and they even did a uh, you remember the the category they did at the video game awards I think it might have been last year or the year before where they like briefly skimmed over it was like uh, Chinese indie developers yeah I remember that <laughs> and it was all these like really weird obscure titles yeah. Well, like, F those guys. Because <laughs> China's like, no, we don't need, we don't need the don't video game country. Our children are going blind. That's all your fault. Yeah. It's all your fault, Bill Games. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it seems like nowadays, if, if there's a problem in your country, blame video games. Because video games is, is the problem. It'll fix it know? somehow. Yeah. I mean, do they not have... TV, because I'm sure these if these kids had TVs, they surely they grew up watching television, you know. I don't know, man. It's China, and, and television's not always the reason for people's eyesight going bad, you know. Like sometimes it's hereditary, you know. Sometimes it's other causes. Sometimes you get chemical waste spilled in your eye, and you go blind, and you get superpowers, and you fight ninjas dressed as Daredevil. I mean, it happens. Yeah, and but. I said that same said chemical makes giant mutant turtles. So, Onimusha Warlords Remaster is finally coming to PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Oh, look, Xbox One's gotta have the uh, gotta have a remaster too. Oh, uh, what Onimusha? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. No, it's not Tanner. It's not cool. It needs to stay on PlayStation. That's where it's born. That's where it needs to stay. All right, we let y'all have. Uh, I'm lumping you in that category too, you little traitor. We let y'all have uh, Tomb Raider, right? Let you have Resident Evil. No, actually, that was what's his face saying. You chop his head off if it went anywhere else. Who? What? What happened? The creator. Remember, I whenever he was making um, four for the GameCube, he says, "Is this game will go anywhere else? I'll chop my head off." <laughs> and he did. Oh, no. like the, it, he was in the movie and he got his head cut off. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I thought you knew that. I, I, don't I mean, know. I'm pretty sure Bill told us that multiple times. <laughs> he probably did. Once a week. It's the quota. Yeah. So, Onimusha Warlords is the game that officially kicked off the Onimusha series, spawning many sequels to the fantasy action game. Now, the PS2 PC game is, is returning in remastered form and will release on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC at the start of the new year. You can get a new look at the version of the game in the announcement trailer above. Oops, I'm reading us off a of GameSpot. My bad. The action game first released in 2001 follows Samurai Samurosuke Akachi and Ninja Kaede. <laughs> Thank you. As they fight to rescue Princess Yuki. <laughs> More like Dookie, am I right? Set in feudal Japan, the 
the two must save Yuki Duki from mysterious demons that have invaded her castle. Oh, <laughs> this sounds dirty. While uncovering, while <laughs> uncovering the fiend's plot, players with katanas and other weapons as Samanosuke Kaede battled their way to the castle. Um, this game freaking rocks, and if you haven't played it, you need to change that when it comes out and buy it day one because it's really good. I remember when the PS2 was out, this game and Devil May Cry and Metal Gear Solid 2 stayed in my PS2. Like, all at the same time. The disc wouldn't even read, but it was weird. But I did it. I just shoved it in there. Mm. But no, these those three games, especially Onimusha. Oh, my God. Every Onimusha. I've beaten every Onimusha that came out. Fantastic games. So I'm right there with uh, fans of the show, like Joseph Priestley, who was dying to get his hands on Onimusha again. Well, it's back. So, <sighs> really excited about it. They just need to, like... I wonder if they're going to release the other ones. No. And then, what are you, psychic? Yes. <laughs> like, I, I would have rather them had just released, like, the collection and then maybe make another one later. But what That'd if this cool. is a test to see if people are so interested in it, then they might just make a whole new one. That'd be cool, too. I really wish this game would have gotten the treatment Resident Evil 2 Remake got. That would have been cool. Mm, yeah. That's a lot. That's asking for a lot there. Mm, yeah, you're right. Uh, next tidbit: EA CEO responds to the Florida shooting tragedy. Upcoming tournaments have been canceled. Uh, Electronics Art CEO Andrew Wilson has released a letter responding to the horrible tragedy in Florida that left three people dead at a Madden tournament. Wilson said the shooting at the Madden Classic qualifying tournament in Jacksonville, Florida, was a horrific and senseless act of violence. They put actor of violence. Typo. No. I know many of us. My this is from GameSpot, by the way. Not calling any, any anybody out. Uh, I know many of us, news. myself. In, <laughs> I know many of us, myself included, are filled with shock and grief. Our teams have been working on working nonstop to do what we can to respond to this terrible situation. Uh, Wilson said the two man competitors who lost their lives, Taylor Robertson and Elijah Clayton, represent the epitome of players and personalities at the heart of our community. Their love of competition was evident through their participation in our events and over the past few years. So, yeah, it's a horrible tragedy. Um, this happened, I think, what, earlier this week? I want to say it was actually over the past weekend. Okay. It was either Sunday or yeah. on Monday. Yeah, yeah, I want to say it might have been Sunday because I think I read about it when... I might have read about it like right after we left Comic-Con Sunday. But either way, I mean, it's it sucks. Um, basically, this kid there lost the tournament and then came back, shot at the place, uh, killed three people. I, I, I didn't know, like, how many people had actually died. But either way, it's it I sucks. only heard it's two, and a bunch of other people got injured, I think. Yeah, it shouldn't have never happened. I mean, it's a it's a game. I mean, and then I, I saw something recently where he apparently is getting the, the mental illness treatment, which is ridiculous. You know, yeah. Um, but apparently, he really did have mental issues, and that's all he did was sit around playing video games and doing whatever. But still, I mean, it's it's a heinous act of violence, and it needs to be dealt with appropriately. You know, so our thoughts and prayers go out to the victims, everyone affected. You know, this kind of stuff shouldn't happen, man. And uh, 
this it also kind of makes me fear for you know future events like you know like evo evo can get pretty hot and heavy you know you get people in there playing fighting games like it's competitive oh, yeah. And I, I would hate to see something like this go down and something like Evo. I'm pretty you know? sure I remember reading somewhere that um, the guy that puts on Evo said he's going to up, up security. Like this will be more metal detectors and just more people around. Totally. Yeah, it needs to happen. Definitely. So, But yeah, I thought some prayers go out to them. Um, next tidbit. <clears throat> Sekiro Shadows Die Twice originally started as a new Tenchu game, which I heard about this. And um, there's actually a lot of people that were, whenever they first showed the teaser trailer for Sakura, people were saying Tenchu. And I was like, where are you getting Tenchu from? You know, I, even a Maximilian dude from Twitch, he was saying that. And I was like, that was weird. But apparently Tenchu was a From Software property. Like, I don't remember that. I remember it being Activision and somebody else. But could be wrong. Maybe it was, and I just overlooked it. But uh, speaking to games industry... From software community manager Yasuhiro Katao revealed that Sakuro was originally planned as a new installment of Tenchu, the studio's long dormant stealth action ninja series. Uh, <clears throat> when we originally set out to create something different from Dark Souls and our previous titles, we thought it would be interesting to make a Japanese themed game. So from that, we started going in the direction of the shinobi and ninja, and of course, Tenchu was an IP that, that, with that history that was originally impetus for this project he explained um that would have been cool man i really want to see tenchu get resurrected did you ever play tenchu no i didn't it was really neat man like it was um i think more so big in like the playstation era because uh in my opinion the first two on playstation one were the best yeah. uh the second one was really cool too because it was a it was technically a prequel but it also had like a map editor in the game i think i remember brian telling me about this a little bit yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I know Brian was a big fan of that game, but um, yeah, you, you you'd have a uh, a map editor. You can put your buildings and your trees down and stuff, and you put guards down. And uh, I remember the story he told me was him and his brother would make maps for each other, and then they had to try to like beat each other's map. Yeah, you know. So that was really cool. But uh, that game was really cool, man. Like the music and the story and just the idea of the. The, the the true stealth ninja game it was fantastic man i liked it a lot and they made one on playstation 2 that was all right uh and then after that it just kind of disappeared but um i'm wondering if this is the game that you remember when from software had announced that they were making uh they had a couple games in in the in the making one of them being uh a possible armored core title mm-hmm and then uh, they said something else, and then they said in a title that people uh, are familiar with, uh, and everyone said, "Oh, it's going to be Bloodborne 2. I wonder if it was going to be Tenchu, and then they changed it to Sakuro. I'm thinking that might be what ha- is what happened. But what if it's not? What if like <laughs> like a week before Sakuro comes out, or like, by the way, this isn't the game, and then like pull back the curtains. It's Bloodborne 2. Oh my God. He had a family. You're, just, you're asking for too much now. <laughs> a boy could dream. You know Bloodborne 2 is going to happen, man. They're not just going to let that IP die. They could. Nah. Nah. That is not a one-and-done game, dude. They have... 
they have okay they're going to release Dark Souls 1 twice in one year <laughs> you think they'll let Bloodborne die yes Come on. <laughs> nah that's not happening I am very interested to see what they do with Armored Core if, if that's still a thing they're gonna make a game follow me on this one it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be some robots you're gonna fight said robots well you got the Nintendo Switch game coming out yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Uh, something ex machina, or I think you're. It's a, I, don't, I don't know. It's a robot game. <laughs> Damon ex machina. Damon ex machina. That's what it's called. Looks cool. Who's the developer? It looks really cool. It looks very armored core-ish. Like they even have lightsabers, and they're the the the. Robots in the game look just like the robots from our core. Like it's co- it's copy and paste pretty much. Yeah, but they came uh, back first. <laughs> True that. I'll take it. Who the hell is the developer for them? Um, I think it was some like, little oh. unknown team. Really? I think I could be completely wrong really about good. that. I'm usually wrong about that kind of stuff, but. There's a game that got announced this week in the Nintendo Direct called um, Dragalia Lost or something yeah. like that. And I was watching some gameplay f- footage for it. And I was like, this game looks pretty cute. Cute little game. Like a four-person Diablo-style hack and slash with some like cute Pokemon anime-looking animals. And uh, it's a freaking mobile game. It is a mobile game, and that really upset me. But the game looks cool. I'm just not big into mobile games. Me neither. The only mobile game I so. still play is uh, Bejeweled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious about that, too. <laughs> Bejeweled and uh, Solitaire. <laughs> yeah. Bejeweled, Solitaire, and... What's that game where you shoot the balls up and line them up in a row? Ball Tetris? Not fro- <laughs> Not a... <laughs> Ball Tetris? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say not uh, Daryl's Friday night. Oh, I don't get it. Oh, bah, bah, bah. so last tidbit of news for noobs. Um, not really anything important, but I just want to point out there's a, an indie developer called House House that's making a game. It's coming out for the PC, Mac, and Nintendo Switch, where you play this horrible goose and you wreck everyone. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I remember seeing that. I want to say it's already on Steam. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. Like, there's a part of the trailer where you walk up behind a dude. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's holding his hat or something. You walk up behind, you're like, <laughs> he drops his hat, and then you grab his hat and you take off like a little freaking jerk of a goose. Uh, there's one where you you steal this guy's bar of soap. And you're like holding it over the water. He's like, please don't. And you drop it in the water. He's like, oh no, my soap. <laughs> yeah, because what a terrible animal. Yeah. The only gameplay I've seen of it was whenever he was messing with a guy in his uh, garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Goose games. Where have you been all my life? Oh, we got that. We got Bear Simulator, too. Man. What a time to be alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Then you get that bear game where you like you wear a helmet and you fight tanks or whatever. It's a terrible game. I don't know. I need that. 
And then we move on to some community questions. John Tancredi asks, what would you do if I made the push for level 100 in trophies? And I ask you, would you do it for a Klondike bar? Mm, good job. Go for it. Uh, do it. Brah. Home. Brah. <laughs> I say, do you, boo-boo. Do you. I'd be impressed. I tell you what, if you made it to level 100 in trophies, I will... I will finally do that video of me playing Just Dance. So this time next year he's gonna do it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop playing games. <laughs> uh Jared in our Facebook group asks, let's talk RPGs. Frosty just dove mouth first into a JRPG, Persona five. What does he think? Yeah, I I, I did dive into that pretty deep. Um what other RPG or JRPGs do you all enjoy? Which would you like to play in the future? Daniel got his first, or Frosty got his first taste of Persona. Are you tempted to play any of the previous four? I hear Daryl has a Spear Vita or four. Just saying, and maybe watch the anime. I'm really interested in watching the anime. Actually, um, now are they just movies? Or are they like series? They're actual ser- series. Son of a bee. They're good. Why do Japanese people make long things? <laughs> I think uh, P4 is actually on... Actually, I think there's two different versions. There's one on Crunchyroll, and then I think there's another one on Hulu. I think one's like that PS2 version story of just Persona 4, and then there's uh, Persona 4 Golden, the animation, which is on Crunchyroll. By the way, there's a bundle for sale. On the flash sale right now, it's like the Persona 5 Ultimate bundle, and it, it's originally like $115, but it's on sale for 60 and I went and checked this thing out, and unless I'm reading it wrong, it's telling me that I could buy that and get Persona 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Uh, I could get some of the other games made by that developer. Nice. Um, DLCs, like... There's a lot of stuff in it. You need to go check it out. I, I I was reading it off the PlayStation Store, so you know, do with that what you will. Yeah. By the way, they updated they updated the PlayStation Store finally, so you can go to the search bar and actually type in a game and look and find it. You for real? I'm dead serious. You, you know, know that took some two console cycles. Oh, it's exciting. Right. Yeah, hey. I actually went to look up. Uh, I forget what I was looking for. Anything. But, uh, Anything went, and everything. I went to the. <laughs> it's easier to search for things now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I went to the search bar and I was typing, and it, like halfway into my word, I was like, oh my God, they fixed it. Like the store's fixed. And even my wife was like, are you serious? Oh my God. She was so excited. Because everyone knows, like, the store has just been trash. Ugh. Or searching for games, rather. Has been trash. Like, I'll, I'll give him that. Um, to answer your question, uh, I talked a little bit about Persona 5 earlier. So if you want to hear it again, you can rewind the show. But no, it's really good. Uh, what other JRPGs do you enjoy? Um, I talk a lot about Chrono Trigger. It's one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. Uh, it's pretty Americanized, though. I mean, it's been around a long time. Uh, I don't know if... I guess you could consider it JRPG just uh Because 
like now you think JRPG, it's like an RPG in Japan. But like back then, when it was considered JRPG, it was more so the style, like the the heavy menu-based combat. And you've got that a lot with you know classic games like Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger. And but I really enjoy those games a lot. Um, yeah, I would like to go back and play the previous four eventually. Uh, I don't know if now would be the right time because uh, there's so many other JRPGs I want to get my hands on. Uh, I want to play Valkyria Chronicles. I want to play Dragon Quest Eleven, and that's another one. Like if I get into Dragon Quest Eleven and I like it as much as I think I will, then I want to go back and play some of the other ones, you know. But I would probably have to get a 3DS, unfortunately. Is that an unfortunate thing that. though, Frosty? There's so many good games eh. on there. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, you're right. I have no complaints. Not to mention you can get caught back up in all the Pokemon games. I can. I can do that. This might actually work out. I also want to play Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Because um, I want to play the second one too, but I really want to play the first one. Because I hear it's amazing, and I never had a chance to play it. So That's another long game. (laughs) But that's me. Oh. RPGs and JRPGs? Hmm. Yeah, which one do you enjoy? Which ones would you like to play in the future? Well, ones I have played, mainly just Final Fantasy X. I think that's really the only JRPG I've actually played and beaten. Does it? I think so. Like, Not including like Western RPGs, but just that alone. Yeah. I think that's the only one. I c- I'm not going to yeah. say 15 I mean, because that's not the traditional turn-based one. I mean, I... Final Fantasy VII was... I can't... I have a different story with Final, like games like Final Fantasy VII. Because, like, everyone was going crazy about Final Fantasy VII back when, like, I was playing... Like, I, I didn't really like Final Fantasy VII when I first played it. Yeah. And then, like, it, t- it took me a long time to get into it, you know. Then when it came out on the PS4 and I played it and beat it, and I was like... Yeah, it was fun, but I just, I don't know. Like, it's, I personally still enjoy Chrono Trigger more. And I don't know if that has to do with the characters, you know. I don't know if that has to do with the co- the combat. Maybe I like the combat more. Yeah. Maybe I like the enemies and the story more, you know. Because, one, I'm a big sucker for time travel stuff. Like, I love time travel. And Chrono Trigger has that. I love Akira Toriyama art. Chrono Trigger has that. The, you know, the, the story's cool, the character's cool, the combat's awesome. And uh, that game just always resonated with me for a very long time. Um, Super Mario RPG Legend of Seven Stars was another one that See, I played like, and really there's loved. There's a lot of JRPGs that I started and just never finished because I think it was more so just like learning all the mechanics and everything. I'm just like, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. I think that's my problem with P4 and um, P5. I just didn't want to have that big of a time sink in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why people like people like you like the Dark Souls game so much is because uh, or people like myself too, you know, they it has RPG elements without tying you down to the heavy menu based mechanics. But you and there's not a whole lot of dialogue. It's more exploring and gameplay. You know, like it is 
in a lot of essences in a lot of essences the perfect game because it's focused on what we're here for gameplay and that's one of my big beefs with like telltale games like yeah you tell a great story but the gameplay sucks like i will stand by that like sorry your gameplay's trash because it's you know press this button here sometimes you might have to press this button at the right time but the story's really good, you know. Like I, I got handed to them. Good story, sure, but there's no gameplay, and that's why people like games like Dark Souls because there's a lot of gameplay, a lot of exploration. That's why we played games the way we did, you know. That's why Zelda got so big in the Nintendo days because it was all about exploring and finding secrets and fighting bosses and finding new armor and weapons and yeah, we love that stuff. Yeah. So. Um, moving on to the next question. This also comes from Jared in our Facebook group. Uh, reminder, you can go to our Facebook group, join the group, ask us questions, or you can join our Discord and ask questions there too. We don't discriminate. Or our Twitter. Um, what video game do you dream of being created that hasn't been done yet? I would like a Power Rangers game made with turn-based RPG combat. Now, that would be cool. Also, I really enjoy the Harry Potter books, but they never made a very good game. We talking about that. Those graphics were amazing. Uh, I would have liked an open world or MMO Harry Potter game where you create your own character. Yeah, that would be dope. <laughs> that I don't know why cool. they haven't made one like that yet. That'd be cool. At least an RPG, like that'd be cool. I love the the approach they took with the South Park games because they took a universe that people loved and has been like grandfathered into our pop culture for so long, and they created a very not only did they create an RPG for it, they created two. <laughs> and they're actually both very good from what I hear. Like, they reviewed very well. They had a really cool story. They were funny. They still had a lot of the humor. A lot of the original voice actors was there. Um, the creators themselves oversaw the projects, which I thought was really cool. Um, I mean, I... Uh, so I could dig that the Power Rangers RPG that would be super super sick um, for the longest time I always wanted a legit 2D Dragon Ball fighting game and we finally have that so it was one of my dream come true uh, I honestly would love to see another um, a, a legit Super Mario RPG much like Legend of the Seven Stars yeah because because they did that one and it was so good, oh my gosh! Like, I think it's technically considered a JRPG because it's turn based and it's kind of uh, it's it's me- it's got some heavy menu combat there. Yeah, um, it's like a hybrid Western Japanese RPG, but uh, they did that one and then they did the Paper Mario's and the Paper Mario's in my opinion just weren't good. Like a lot of people talk about the Thousand Year Door or whatever and how good it was on the sixty four. Um, I played a few of them. Wasn't digging it. Uh, I even played... I, I, actually, I think I played The Thousand Year Door on an emulator years ago. Just wasn't digging it. played the one that came out on the Wii, which I can't remember what it's called. Uh, wasn't digging that one. I just... They don't have the same feels. I would love to see a new RPG with the Nintendo universe, but instead of having just Mario, I want to have, like, Mario traveling to different universes. Yeah. Much like uh, a Kingdom Hearts thing, where it's like you go to Hyrule... And you team up with Link, and then you go to Planet Zebus and uh, team up with uh, Samus, Samus Aran. Um, you know, just 
go to Dream Dreamland and team up with Kirby. You know, like so basically Smash characters, man, in RPG format. Like I would absolutely love that. Yeah, that, that sounds cool. But yeah, why is that? That would be cool. Um, well, years ago I also wanted an action-based Resident Evil, and I was really eating my words there. So, I mean, you got one good. <laughs> man, you got two good ones. Well, yeah. What I meant was, I wasn't being careful with what I wished for, and we got it, and it kind of wasn't good. Mm. So, <clears throat> what about you? Oh God, dude! I honestly. I haven't really ever thought like I know there's times I've I've thought about like, video games that I like but put me on the spot like this <laughs> they all go out the window. Yeah. I mean we, we really live in a age now where like eventually it'll get made. Yeah. Like if you would have told me years ago we we're gonna get a you know, a South Park RPG, it'll be like nah. Not a chance. But I mean it's happening, so or it's it's happened rather, so <laughs> That's yeah, cool. like I like Jared's two suggestions: the Power Rangers game, that's an RPG. That would sound that that would be freaking awesome. Like you can yeah. special something like the uh, Megazords or something like that. Mm-hmm. Bandai still owns the rights to Power Rangers, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? I believe so. Like, where have they been? They released that really bad game a while back. One that like we were all so excited for and ended up being oh, trash. Beat 'em up that Daryl loves. The beat 'em up. Well, I mean, it's it's trash. There's a joke inside that one, Frosty. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not good. But um, yeah, they don't do enough with that universe. They need to. Yeah. Same thing with the Harry Potter one, dude. I think I played one back on the PS2 days, and it was just. Hot trash. Yeah. How about this? How about a good Superman game? <laughs> for That's God's sake. <laughs> I think it's like a, a a universal joke in the gaming industry. Like anyone who you know humors the idea of wanting to develop a Superman game is like automatically terminated. <laughs> it's like, oh, you have a good it's idea. Like, I got for a this great. Game? Nope. It's like, all right, let's see what you got. He opens the folder, and it's like concept art for Superman game. They just shut the folder. They're like, get out. We don't want this trash. <laughs> get out of my office. So that's it for community questions. We appreciate all of your questions. A reminder, you can go to our Facebook group at uh, facebook.com. Type in the Lubris Podcast. Closed group. Ask nicely. We'll let you in. You can ask questions there. You can send us an email at the Podcast at gmail.com I believe is our email yeah I it forever. maybe mm, question mark I kind of forgot about that email and you can also ask us questions in the discord whoever's a part of the discord if you're not a part of the discord and you want to be a part of the discord send me or t-bird a message and we will send you an invite that's like the that's the platinum that's the platinum level see like the facebook group is the gold level but here at the Discord, is platinum. That's how we roll here. So now we move on to the twat. Tanner, we got to reach twat, in our twat, twats twat, now. Twat, 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 twat. And we got to pull out something that we mentioned in our toast. Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. 
I don't know how it got in there, but I'm pulling it out. So, CD Projekt Red showcased a 48-minute gameplay trailer, which I came really close to doing a watch party in our Facebook group. Um, I can't remember what I was doing that day. I think I just lost track of time and forgot. Hmm. But by the time I actually sat down and had a chance to watch the full thing, like everyone had probably already watched it anyway. No one would have showed up. <laughs> so. And it may have been a wrestling pay-per-view. <laughs> been a wrestling pay-per-view on a Thursday night, <laughs> randomly. No one, no one's gonna watch it. Cyberpunk trailer. <laughs> Cause of wrestling. Cause of SummerSlam. People are wrestling. All right, that's it for our community questions. So now we're before we jump into our twat. Uh, we're going to reveal this week's true trophies and true achievements leaderboards. So starting off with our true trophies leaderboards. Uh, and coming in at number seven is that DTN with four trophies. Yeah, step that game up, man. Yeah, step that game up. Not doing enough, man. You used to be the trophy master. Now you're the trophy jump. What happened? Coming in at number six is Stink Palm with 11 trophies. Uh, Mr. TMNT, number five, tied with Stink Palm with 11 trophies. Dat One Siegel, or Steam Seagull, coming in number four with 12 trophies. A budding romance in Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. He's playing Kingdom Hearts 2. The little devil. Coming in at number three is Tricky Mick with 21 trophies. Number two is Next Generation X with 25 trophies. And coming in at number one, Mr. Bragging Rights himself is Resident Daryl with 69 trophies. He got 69 trophies. Not a trophy more, not a trophy less. So he could read that on the show. Yeah, and then he shows it, doesn't show up. <laughs> oh, man. And now our True Achievements leaderboard. Coming again at number five is Resident Daryl with zero. <laughs> he hadn't been playing any Xbox. I, I got zero, too. Uh, coming in at number four is GDI Master Ace with 25. Star Trek Online. Mm. Coming in at number three is The Man, T-Bird, with 60. Uh, I'm forgetting this is gamer score, not like actual trophies you gained. Um, coming in at number two is Dump Liquor at 175. That's such a great name. And uh, number one is Eye Drop Roaches with 1,275. Oh, wow. a, commanding, a commanding lead. A dominating lead, if you will. Yeah, but he, so, it, it doesn't uh, count because he's playing Telltale games. Well, that's okay. So that score might slow down a little bit in the next few weeks, but still, this week goes to I Drop Roaches. So he's killing it, and my name's still not on there. So I need to find figure out what's going on because I'm getting trophies, and I'm nowhere to be found. And that I think makes it's me upset. Rigging it. It's rigged. I'm telling you, man. I mean, he would still win. So, so. Um, if you want to sign up, go to www.truetrophies.com or trueachievements.com if you play the uh, the inferior console. 
Even though we don't discriminate here on the Lubros podcast. Hashtag fair enough. I'm going to delete my audio track. We're just not going to have an episode this week. No. Don't do that. I need you, T-Bird. Without you, it'd be me. And then I'd be talking to myself. And it'd be really weird. It'd be a weird show. But you can go to truetrophies.com or trueachievements.com and sign up and type in The Loot Bros Podcast. You have to type in th- those exact words. The Loot Bros Podcast. Spaces in yes, between. love of God. And you can find The Loot Bros Podcast leaderboards. Join the leaderboards and compete to see who is the greatest of them all. Mm, it's not that much. It's not that great of a title. Spoiler: It's not tricky. It'll never be tricky. So now we move on to the twat. How's that go? I don't know. I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> So this week's official topic, we reach into the crevice of our innards. We reach deep in that twat. We reach deep in the twat, and we pull out CD Projekt Red. They showcased 48 minutes of gameplay trailer. Or 48 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Shut up, I'm tired too. I didn't say anything. Of, of Cyberpunk 2077. And it looks oh, good. Yeah. Looks real good. It looks real good. There's the future and guns and praying mantis arms praying mantis arms and naked ladies and (laughs) naked dudes and spider robots spider robots and and there's there's Deadpool (laughs) he tries to sell you drugs and you shoot him in the face and you're you can make a crazy chick with a Shaved head. You don't take no crap from nobody. It looks good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about um, it. So, what are some things we liked about this trailer? Now, the pew pew and the pow pow. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. I like those a lot. I really like the the promises that they were making. Like the the one thing that really stood out to me in this trailer is like they're s- almost setting themselves up for failure because of how big this game is. Nah, I think they'll like nail this, it, dude. I hope they do. I'm sure if there's anyone who can, it's it's CD Project Red because of how just the scale their games are, you know. Like Witcher was a pretty big game, you know. Uh this game is going to be so much bigger and badder. Like it is it looks really cool, man. Like it's definitely way. It's definitely gonna be way different than The Witcher. Like I don't know what people were expecting with this game, because a lot of people act like this game is supposed to be The Witcher, but with the future, <laughs> and I, it's not gonna be that at all. And uh, I actually had read an article before we went live where people were salty about the first-person perspective of the game, and I'm like, why? You know. Like, these same people play Fallout in first-person mode all day. <laughs> you know? Like, this game is going to be really cool. You know, there's a lot of RPG elements, but there's also a lot of uh, a lot of fast-paced, like, gunfights, yeah. man. It reminds me a lot of, like, like uh, looks like, it, to me, it looks like Mirror's Edge meets Doom meets, like, Shadowrun. 
<laughs> Dude. Like it, it looked like it was a it lot. It looks really good. Like the mechanics on it looked like it's gonna be pretty deep, or at least like the skill trees and stuff. Yes, yeah, that's one thing. Uh, like you, got a lot of really cool skills. Like uh, I, lo I love the the skill you can get that like allows you to ricochet bullets off the wall. That's the ridiculous. Behind cover. <laughs> that's that's awesome. So um, I like the whole like the mantis arm thing. That looks mm -hmm. like it's gonna be nuts. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love the um I, I love how OP the game makes you look. I wonder how that's gonna play into it though. I wonder if the like if there's gonna be a harder difficulty that allows the game to be a little more challenging. Or if like there's aspects in the game itself that's gonna make it challenging. I think you know? it's just some of the enemies are leveled differently. Because if you remember the uh people that you went to go meet with down in the like the um tunnels or whatever, they had question marks by their name where the levels are supposed to be at. And at oh, the time, yeah. I think yeah. you and your partner, Jack, were at level 8, and the people you were fighting were at level 3. Mm. So I think that's how it's going to work yeah. out. Oh, I think it's going to be great. I, I, uh, <laughs> I've been anxiously waiting this game for a long time, so, you know, I don't want it to be one of those games where everyone's like, temper your expectation, you know, because... Yeah, how it is, you know, when people get hyped for a game and everybody's like, oh, you need to wait before it comes out and you temper this, temper that. And I'm like, just shut up and let us be excited, you know. I, I, I want us to get out of that that uh, that funk that we've been in the gaming industry where, like, every time something is announced, people automatically assume it's going to be yeah. bad, you know. And it shouldn't be that way. <laughs> it's like... It's like, man, just get excited for something. And I'm not saying everyone's that way, you know. There, there are... You know, the majority of the gaming industry as a whole, we get excited for things like E3, you know. Mm -hmm. um, even though you know, E3 is not perfect, video game awards, they're not perfect. But we get excited for these things and, we, and we, we're happy for the developers and we want them to, to see them succeed and make better games. But we also have to just let it be what it is, a video game. Yeah. You know, it's it's content sure it's content we're pouring our money into but at the same time you know we just need to enjoy it for what it is and you know like i will say you know i've fallen victim of that too of like the negative mindset where you get excited for something it comes out and like you you persistently bash it because it's just not as good as you thought it was going to be like no man's sky now everyone who still plays No Man's Sky and supports it says it's great because they updated it a lot. Oh, I thought about buying it just to try it now. Yeah, I mean it looks neat. So, um, but also too, like we have to understand that games change, and developers don't always want to get stuck in a rut of making the same game over and over again. And uh, I feel like people really expected this game to be like Witcher, but in the future, and they're coming out and they're saying, "Look, we can make a game that's completely different than The Witcher." And you'll, you might still, you'll enjoy still it. buy yeah, it. We want it. You'll still <laughs> buy it because it'll. I mean, it looks dang good, and we should. But there's so many things in the trailer that they mentioned that I thought was interesting. How like they are making it a goal for there to be no load time that, that's, at all. If they can pull that off, that's going to be really impressive. Because just from that little yes. that that forty minute eight minutes, that looked like a really dense and big world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you can drive in the game. I was wondering if you could actually drive around. You you can drive in the game, which is cool. So instead of having a roach name, uh, <laughs> a horse named Roach, <laughs> you have a car, which is kind of cool. I'm named wondering though, if you could go. 
<laughs> Come on, turd. Let's kick it. Like, I'm wondering if you can, uh, like, go, like, how far into GTA can you go in this car? Like, are you going to be able to accidentally hit bystanders? Are you going to be able to just wreck your car and have to repair it and buy a new one? So, I'm interested to see where you could go with it there. Um, this, the world just looks awesome. Um, I don't know. We've needed a game like this for a long time, man. Like we've, I, I can't really think off the top of my head if we've ever had a game quite like this. Giant, Even an open world giant game future like open world game. Yeah, like no, we've had, really. you know, like like we we've had Fallout, which t- have taken place in the future, but it was always like a very post-apocalyptic feel, you know, where everything's like very deserty and you're in a wasteland and you know you're basically finding scrap parts you know to to assemble like shoddy weapons so uh this game is definitely like in the heart of the future and that uh dystopian cyberpunk feel like it it looks great and it really uh I'm looking forward to it a lot. Now, we haven't gotten a release date yet, correct? Yep. No release date yet. Yeah, no release date. I'm saying 2020, though. With the scope of this game, the way it's looking now, I mean, I would not be surprised if it came out a day later than 2020. Um, (laughs) What if it comes out on the same day as uh, Death Stranding? (laughs) That game's never happening, oh, though. Oh, man. What? This running is never going to happen. Pretty sure it is. If you want to play a delivery boy game, then sure. <laughs> I think they need to add some more game Tanner. to it. <laughs> Tanner, stop. Pizza stop. delivery guy, and you got to dodge all the sketch people <laughs> so they don't steal the pizza. We already had that game back in the day, except you delivered paper. It was called Paper Boy. But now in 3D. And guess what? It was amazing. <laughs> now in 3D and there's weird uh, aliens that blow up parts of the about, world. <laughs> what about things we didn't like about the trailer? Well, this might be kind of a tough one because I found a lot of good stuff in that trailer. I, I, I was thinking about that. I really didn't see, nothing really stood out to me that was that would be bad right, like right initially out the gate. But maybe like hopefully the shooting is good because like right now it yeah. looked like it was just kind of snap like snappy so I'm hoping they'll make it a little more fluid a little more natural oh yeah it looked very um auto aim ish yeah. for the sake of the trailer maybe because yeah. you can't you can't have a, sh- a trailer showcase and the guy suck at aiming right I and mean, we've seen that it's not good yeah. <laughs> and I think I felt like some of the dialogue was a little corny news yeah news, my balls I mean it's like, really, dude? Yeah. Some of the dialogue... One thing I don't want him to fall into the that trope of, like, having vulgar language for the sake of having it, because I've played so many games where it's like, they would cuss just because. It's like, <laughs> so I'm going to pick up my effing daughter for school. You go pick your daughter up. <laughs> that was your effing day. I mean, that's what this game looks like. It's it good, be. Daddy. F you. Yeah, like I don't want him <laughs> like, to fall into wasn't that. Wasn't like one of, and almost every like little dialogue tree was "f you." <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that'd be an interesting way to play in that game. You just pick that one option for every <laughs> conversation. <laughs> So yeah. What you in for today? F you. So, okay. Like I want the dialogue to be genuinely good. You know, like I think it will be. The yeah, like The Witcher was the dialogue in The Witcher was good, but I mean it's hard to screw up dialogue in a fantasy game. I mean, come on. You know, the only thing I didn't like about The Witcher though was the voice actor who did his voice. Who did like? He sounded too. He sounded too rugged. Like he was trying too hard. Well, the guy's like over a hundred like, years old, right? Yeah. Oh, girl? I don't know. He's got a beard. And a scar. So he's kind of rugged. <laughs> he has a beard. That make, that makes him 100 years yeah, old. It's a white beard. Um, yeah, I, one thing I, I guess I didn't like about the trailer, uh, well, no release date, which, I mean, we're not going to get that for a while. Uh, I don't like how, I don't know, I guess some of the dialogue, Yeah. like we were talking about, you know, like it was kind of corny. Uh, now, one thing that's I'm really interested to see, like with this game, is how big it's going to be. Is is, is it going to be buggy? Because you know, like Witcher had its share of bugs. Um, I don't know if they were quite as bad as Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim had a lot of bugs when it launched. Still but does. <laughs> see, well, yeah, true that. Same thing um, with Fallout 4. Game this size, man. Like I would hate to. Did they ever fix those? By the way, God no. It's still buggy. Yeah. Mm. I've been wanting to pick that game up. You should play it. It's good. I'm just so much more of an Elder Scrolls fan. Me too. Me too. But it's it's fun. So yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, I don't. I guess I don't like how soon it is to show show this game off. You know. Then again, who knows? It could be coming out sooner than we yeah, think. It could come out next year. Because it has been in development a long time. I mean, we heard about this game. Years ago, man. Mm-hmm. When we got that that I teaser trailer, it, I checked it today. The the last that the first trailer with the uh, mantis arms. Uh, mm-hmm. that was five years ago. Yeah. So it's been it's been they've been chugging along with it for a while. How do you feel about this game being exclusively first person? I'm okay with it. No. I'm fine. Thought yeah, you it's, would it's not that big of a deal. People are complaining about it. It's just. Complaining just to complain. I mean, have they not played Borderlands? Have they not played any, any first other first person, <laughs> any first person game ever? Yeah, you know. Have they not played Titanfall? That's what it kind of reminded me of a little bit. Yeah, especially that yeah. gun. Especially the bullets shooting around the corners. And Titanfall, they have a pistol That's called cool. the smart pistol that does that for you. Kind of like the mm-hmm. submachine gun, actually. As long as they're in that reticle, lock on, you shoot, and they're dead. That's kind of another thing, too, I guess I didn't like from what I saw in the trailer was how OP they make your character look. But at the same time... It's kind of cool. You know, <laughs> it is kind of cool. It is. But I, with an RPG like that, like I would rather me take the time to build my character up to become OP than rather than just being like... I think they, they even said in the trailer... Now we're showing you what high level play can look like. So you're not going to be like oh, that yeah, all they, the time. You're going to be like more yeah, high level like, at the beginning. You just got your pistol and then you right. can have a grip to your hand. Yeah, totally. So, Cyberpunk yeah, is good. I'm excited. Thank you. I think I, 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 I'm hopefully this will be the CD Project Ready game that gets me hooked. 
because I'm still not really that hooked on Witcher. Have you played it recently? Uh, no. Not since that podcast. That I game, talked about playing it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to get back to it. Just, that, game, that game's good, man. I, you got to... You got to... That's the thing about games like that. You really have to put your whole self into the game. I'm not ready for that. Like you've got to... <laughs> you got to sit down and... Much like, like Persona 5, you have to sit down and just just do it. Just grind through it. And it'll reward yeah, you in time. that's the thing. Like, I just want to sit there and not enjoy it. And then, like, it ruined my opinion on it. Because, like, right now, I'm not in the well, mood for a big uh, game. That's why I've mainly just been playing PUBG. Well, that can really play a factor. Because, I mean, I've been at those moods recently. You know, that's why I spent weeks playing... Fighting games and and you know just games that I've already beaten mm-hmm. you know or or more multiplayer games. Now I'm finally back in the mood to play single player games, and so I'm, I'm picking up these games and playing them. Not to mention we have a lot of really good games coming out ne- just yeah. next year. I know this month, uh, Forza Horizon Four is coming out, so I'll be playing that. And then next month I got Call of, Call of Duty. You're getting called yeah. I want to try that Battle Royale mode. Mm. 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 Don't knock it till you try it. Mm. That's mm-hmm. what she said. That Battle Royale mode in a Call of Duty game does sound intriguing. Yeah. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a really good hit. But that's just me. Speaking of Call of Duty, I played Modern Warfare 2 today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Modern Warfare was great, man. A lot of memories of Modern Warfare oh, 2, yeah. especially. Yeah. And we were back so many. I was like, oh, God. This is... Yeah. Those were the best maps, mm-hmm. man. You could actually snipe <laughs> in that game. Yeah. You can't snipe now. It's all friggin' things QCB. No, you can. You just gotta, like, quickscope people. Yeah, but who wants to do that? Me. <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> I'm hard scope all the way. Get some. Yeah, I never learned how to do it in Modern Warfare 2. I'm hard scope. Get effed. <laughs> That's the t shirt. I just made it. Yes. So, landing this plane. Down. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Loot Bros Podcast, episode 40. We appreciate you listening so much. Reminder you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and all those outlets uh leave us a review rate us subscribe share us with your friends we would appreciate that yes um once again you can follow me on twitter and instagram at db underscore frosty follow tbird at tbird eight three follow resident daryl everywhere at resident daryl and we will be back next week yes we will <laughs> that's your sign off oh i guess so you, you said it. I did sound like um, I was asking. I did sound like I was asking. It sounded like it was actually a question. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Time is running out. The blood is flowing down the street. People need to know we're living in a war zone. In the street with the truth. Tell them that it's old. Get right or get left. What will it be? 